everybody. Welcome back to the Fin Factor. I'm Paul. And I'm Aaron. This is episode number 176. And Aaron, we just got done playing against Edmonton in Edmonton, picking up yet another loss, but it was a 5-4 loss in overtime. And to quote Nick HBK150 here, can we please stop going to overtime? Uh, he says, unless we're trying to set a record for the most overtime losses, which would be uh, pretty interesting. Uh, six foot five here saying, why are the Sharks getting needless points now? Yeah, uh, I don't know. You could uh, chalk it up the pride. Uh, that might be a little bit pun for the next uh, topic here. But for now, we're still talking about the Edmonton game. Again, just happened. And um, my goodness, uh, Aaron, did you see any of this game? I know you saw some of it. There were a few things that you pointed out to me um, during the game. Uh, there, there was a specific player uh, that you were trying to point out. Uh, an occurrence during the game, perhaps a number 73. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Noah Gregor. Uh, well, this goes in line with the four coaches' challenges tonight that were all successful. Now, that's either terrible refereeing or smart coaching to catch that. I don't know. I think that's a bit much. It really slowed the game down. Um, and of course, the Sharks lose out by three goals to the one that was called back for Edmonton. So um, was I a little bitter? A little bit. I mean, I still want the Sharks to lose so they get no points. But um, it's just disappointing when a coach challenges and gets it right. Okay, you should get the challenge back. If they challenge again, and regardless if they get it right or wrong, you should probably have two at most in a game. That seems excessive to just keep getting it back every time. So um, just to streamline the games, that's ridiculous. Um yeah, having having that many callback. But anyway, Noah Gregor put himself offside, skating into the zone for a two-on-one, buries the goal. It was a beauty shot. I was actually shocked that he put it on net. I was expecting it to hit the glass. Um, scored, and I'm like, oh, I bet my phone's going to blow up because people are going to be talking about Gregor scoring. And then, <laughs> oh, what is this? Oh, coach's challenge. Oh, it's coming back for offsides. Go figure. Not just offsides. He put himself offside. It wasn't somebody else messing with him. Oh man, it's you know it's it's a running joke, obviously, on this show, but it just makes me so happy, Aaron. <laughs> it really, really <laughs> does. Oh, look at me, I'm sharp again. Um, sorry about the blur there. Uh, yeah, just just um, a, a fun game to watch. Again, the guys uh, on the on the uh, the broadcast had said it too. You know, it's again one of those games where it's just entertaining to watch. You see the sharks playing hard. You see this. this uh, you see the sharks working hard, being competitive. It's fun. It's exciting. They're in it. And then they pick up the loss. Right. And again, that's kind of what we're hoping to see um, because we want to get that uh, the highest draft pick possible, of course. Uh, but you don't want to just sit there and get pummeled. You know, if the score was eight one, I don't think we'd be having as much uh, as much fun watching them. But it was <laughs> a very good game. And we are seeing lots of talent on the ice. Um, it was great seeing uh, Eklund. He got uh, you know called back down to the Barracuda, go and help them uh, compete for a playoff spot and hopefully compete for the Calder Cup. I, I love it. You know, I don't know how you felt about him getting moved back down, but I think it makes perfect sense. And uh, you know, again, it was just another player that we're looking forward to seeing uh, in the future and the seasons to come. What did you think? Um, I thought it was a smart move, a business decision. Not so much about his play. I mean, he his play was okay i guess um in his what was it eight games that he played he had two goals and one assist and was a minus five okay it was a nice call up to kind of um reward him for all the hard work that he's been doing down at the hl level but he's going to get more now at this point in the season we'll get more out of playing for the barracuda and getting them into the playoffs and hopefully you know compete for the calder cup um more than he would be if he were sticking around the sharks and going past those nine games where his his um contract is able to slide which to me is it's all about timing right the sharks are not going to be competitive for another couple years but in about what two three seasons probably right around his first contract will finally be up um they're going to be a lot more competitive and and a lot better so i don't know i'm fine with the move yeah uh I'm, I'm good with it and again uh especially because we have tickets for barracuda right uh, now that he's back selfishly. down there we'll get to i'm selfishly happy <laughs> <laughs> so actually now here's another question i have before we move on to the next topic um uh thomas bordolo now they had called up i think andrew agazino uh on merit right mm -hmm. uh, do you think at some point maybe bordolo gets called up 
gets a couple of games in and then comes back uh, to, for, for the Barracuda to help them get their push. Just give them the same type of experience that uh, Eklund has. I don't see why not. I mean, the guy was uh, playing extremely well. He was obviously with the, the AHL uh, all-star selection. So um, do you think maybe he gets a call up too? I think he could. He probably should. But um, is he going to help the Sharks? Is it better for him to stay down and help the Barracuda just like Eklund, like I just said? I think he should stay. So um, they take him away, and and who do they have real, down there that's going to be scoring the goals? Because he's, I think he's leading the team in goals right now. Actually, Agazino is. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Agazino's crushing it down there. Kellen Foster with a beautiful comment. The glass was surprised. Gregor netted it. <laughs> Gregor netted it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Peter St. John, this is the right take here, okay? I'm okay with the challenges just because I hate missed calls. Absolutely. Uh, we'd love to see him get it right. Um, I know Aaron would rather have them get it right so that it doesn't have to go to uh, the coach's <laughs> challenge in the first place. Again, poor officiating. I think uh, Super Producer Jason said it. Uh, if the Sharks are playing, the NHL is like, hey, give them the skeleton crew. <laughs> right? Like, who cares? These guys can bring at least up their skates. Just put them out there. It doesn't really matter how the game goes. So, um, and then, yeah, Doug's here saying uh, too many goals called back. It's totally frustrating. Absolutely. I think most people can kind of echo that sentiment as well. It is. Uh, rather frustrating when uh, you think your your team's scoring and then all of a sudden they're not. But you know what? If those goals had counted, we wouldn't be as low in the standings as we are. So uh, bravo, NHL. Way to go. Um, okay, Aaron, we wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, Pride Night that happened. Uh, now, we're going to talk a little bit about um, just kind of our experience at the Pride Night events that we had. And then we'll go into uh, the big topic I think everybody is kind of interested in hearing about uh i know it's gonna be very controversial i'm frankly i already told super just jason and aaron i'm really not looking forward to this conversation but you know what uh, we got to get a little uncomfortable sometimes and that's just how it is and i think it's good to have uh you know a, a voice for both sides so the more you know and it's got a rainbow beneath that's beautiful um so anyway aaron pride night i did not go to the sharks pride night i went to the barracuda pride night so why don't you kick us off with the sharks seeing as how they're the big club and uh, just kind of let us know what your experience with that night. Sure. Uh, Super producer Jason and I went to the game. We bought our tickets and there was a, an event beforehand down below at ice level. Um, this little like room that's down there. And we'd actually it's the same place that we had been to the last couple seasons that we've been to this event. Um, nice. They had some music. In fact, Jason was kind of playing the DJ because he's kind of all hands help there, help set up some lighting um, from our set that he was able to use up there. And there was a drag show, which was interesting and fun. And um, I actually think that was my first drag show that I've been to. Um, And I had a great time. And there's some drinks and some food. And then we went up to watch the game. And we were lucky enough to actually upgrade our seats because my cousin Texan said, hey, you want my seats for the night because her kids got sick. So we're like, heck yeah. So we got to go to the club in the club, which is no longer the BMW club. I forget what it is now, but. Uh, Sorry, I was smiling and nodding. And then you said because the kids got sick and I feel really bad now. <laughs> someone well, can take that clip. out. Of I, I feel bad. Yeah, I feel bad they got sick, but it benefited me. So I thought it was great. <laughs> anyway, just kidding. Just kidding, Cal. Um so anyway, um, after the game, we got together with the whole group and we got to go on the ice and take a picture. So we have um, some shots, which, oh, there we go. Here's the shot of us. And I am holding the flag on the uh, on the left with my brother is in the middle. It's kind of hard to see because it's really small on my screen. Um, but we're there and we had a great time. There's a lot of people and a lot of fun. Oh, the jerseys. Yeah, these these were they had a designer there and she talked about like what what she had um done to create this and i think this jersey is awesome i want one and i'm a little disappointed that i would have to buy one that was at an auction because i want one just to wear one all the time if i'm going to spend that kind of money i would want that framed not wearing it to games um but here's here's uh tomas hurdle wearing it during the warm-ups this is uh william eklund and all of these jerseys that they wore during the warm-ups are auctioned off and proceeds went to uh I think they, I don't know if they split it or they give it all to the charity or they might some of it might be going to the San Jose Sharks Foundation. Um, here's Ferraro and his you know four teeth smiling in this jersey. Um, <laughs> I love I love the logo. It's so it's so like 
I look at it and it makes me smile. Like it's just a, a really cool logo. And even the shoulder patch where it says love wins. It's really, really well done. Um, I am pleasantly surprised. Not that I thought that they would mess it up, but um, this is probably one of my favorite jerseys. Like overall, like not just any pride Jersey, but, but there was, remember the couple seasons back we had all those jerseys uh, that they were doing. Yeah. There was one that we had on our set that I really liked. I think I like this one more than that one now. Nice. It's pretty cool. I like the the Love Wins, how it's got the old sharks, um, like with the teeth. The font. Like the font. Yeah. yeah, it looks really cool. I like that. We have a question, actually. Kellen Foster uh, is saying, what does the left flag stand for? Um, I think he w- that was the, the on-ice picture super producer, Jason. Uh, the one on the left where it's got that triangle kind of uh, bit out of the um, – the rainbow there. So, okay. So he says that is the progress pride flag, which I'm un- unfortunately not well-versed enough to know exactly what that is. But if you want to look that up progress pride flag, uh, you could probably find what the, uh, the meaning of it is. So there you go. Mer- Miriam says, uh, love it. There you go. I think she's talking about the Jersey as well. Maybe. Right. Or he, I'm not sure. Um, Okay. Uh, that was so that you have the on ice photo right there. Yeah. So I, I mean, the, 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 the logo on the jerseys, I think looks great. I, I really like them. I actually, there's a jersey that I have. I think it's just upstairs. Uh, otherwise I would have grabbed it, but it's, um, it's like a gradient rainbow on the, the, the sharks logo looks really mm-hmm. cool. Only thing I don't like about it is they have like a, it's white, but it has like a black color. I don't know why they decided to do that. It's kind of weird, but anyway, it looks really cool. I like that one too. Um, I was at pride night at tech CU for the Barracuda. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Two to win in this one, uh, which is, again, I know it's confusing for some folks. Sharks, we want to lose. Kuda, we want to win. Okay, so. We just stunk. <laughs> there you go. Uh, not in this game that Kuda didn't. They, yeah, they picked up a win. It was an awesome game. A lot of fun. It was a oh, rough and tumble. Uh, they played against Texas, who was the team that we traded Scott Reedy to to pick up. Uh, first name I forget, but Peterson, uh, who had a really good game, played really well. I think anytime you play against the team that traded you, uh, you tend to play just a little bit better than you normally would. Um, regardless, it was it was a very physical game. Uh, the two teams did not like each other at all, and that made for a lot of entertaining hockey. Uh, and I should say hockey with uh, air quotes because it was kind of like a hockey game broke out uh, while there was a fight going on, whatever the saying is. Uh, so, yeah, I know it was it was an awesome game. It was a lot of fun. Um, I was a little disappointed in one thing, though, and I talked to Super Producer Jason about this. They, they, you know how they throw the shirts and everything into the crowd, right? So they launch one over in our direction. It hits the people in the row in front of us to my right. They bounce it off their hands. It flips back. The guy tries to grab it. He fumbles it and it rolls over to me and it rolls on top of like our popcorn tray. And it's like on my popcorn tray. And he's like still trying to get the the, the shirt. So he like goes and then he goes, ah, but it's on the popcorn tray and I'm going to grab it anyway. So he grabs it and I'm like, ah, it's on my popcorn tray, man. It's kind of weird, you know? So um, he he looks at me and I'm like, no, nah, it's cool. Go ahead. And he's like, no, 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 here. So then I'm like, all right, cool. I'll give it to the kids. Well, I unwrap the thing thinking, cool, pride shirt, open it up. Jonathan Becker, it was a regular shark shirt, man. It's a pride night. You should be throwing pride shirts. Wait, man. Wait, wait. What's going on? Was it a Cuda shirt or a shark shirt? It, oh, no, actually, I'm sure it was just a Cuda shirt. Actually, I don't know. I, I unraveled it and noticed there was nothing pride about it. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So I just threw it over my shoulder and it's kind of, you know, it was <laughs> deflating just a little bit. I was expecting yeah. to get a pride shirt out of it. I've gotten but, two shirts. Yeah. At, those, at the Cuda games. Sorry. My son, my son caught one. My daughter caught the other one and they were both heavily disappointed because they were largest and they fit daddy and not them. <laughs> one of them has to grow into cool. it. I have the black. It's the black shirt that says Cuda going to like yeah. diagonal. And then the other one is a gray shirt and it has the just the Cuda logo on it. That's the one I got was the gray yeah. one. I would love to have the Cuda one. We'll talk later. OK, Aaron. <laughs> um Moving on from our experiences at our respective arenas uh, for Pride Night. Uh, and, and two wheels down here is is kind of uh, segueing us into it. Uh, he says, Reimer made no sense. Um, and I know that there's been a lot of controversy around this. And like I said, um, I am not looking forward to this conversation at all. <laughs> but you know what? Again, we're, we're here. We're, we're, uh, we're going to do it anyway. Now, I want to preface this with, and I'm looking at my phone right now uh, with uh, is our Instagram account. And we have our thumbnail for this show posted on an Instagram account. We have a couple comments on there 
um somebody who's upset first of all his name is raw rob's rad diaries i think I'm, i don't know if i should be saying their names actually but. you don't have to give them credit okay well i'm just no i don't want to give anybody crap i'm just saying um he says how is the anti-pride on follow and then somebody else says on first of all rob's red that's a pretty cool uh username i'm just no hate there that's a pretty awesome username regardless um I know that there might the point of reading this is not to call the guy out. The point of reading that is I know that there's going to be some people who feel a certain way about the whole situation and um, aren't going to like the things that we have to say or are going to like the things we have to say. Or maybe they'll like the things you have to say and won't like what I have to say because uh, I'm sure what we're going to say may be a little bit different. Right. But I, I think the. The bigger thing here is that we have the conversation, right? It, it, we, you always talk about having the uncomfortable conversations and that's kind of how we progress, right? So that's kind of what we're doing here. I know that, like I said, I'm not at all looking forward to it, but I just feel like it's it's one of those things that it's important to, to kind of get out. So uh, having prefaced it with that, James Reimer came out saying that he was not going to wear the Pride jersey uh, for Pride night. So... Aaron, I know you've you've got the statement and everything here, and I, I know you've got kind of your thoughts that you want to lead in with all this stuff. So I think I'll just kind of hand the ball to you right now and uh, let you just kind of take it away and just kind of fill in your thoughts, your feelings, uh, along with his statement here. Sure. I mean, uh, he. so to go back a little bit, um, going into the game, the Sharks uh, all of a sudden released a statement, and it was like, okay, First it was the Sharks, and then it was James Reimer, and I was like, okay, what's going on? He wasn't going to wear the warm-up jersey to the game. This is They probably released this around 1 o'clock, I think, in the afternoon. The warm-ups probably started at, what, 5, 6 o'clock when they do that? 6 o'clock for a 7.30 game? So, okay, here it is, reading it. He's not going to wear it because of his faith and the Bible, and he's very Christian and all that. Great, that's fine. The way he did it is what kind of upset me because I... I think James Reimer is a very nice person. I don't think he's he's very mean. I think he is just um, a different way of thinking than me, I suppose. So uh, just as a caveat here, we are not anti-Christian. We're not anti really anything here. So um, I don't I'm not trying to attack any religion or anything else. I will say that. Um, and as a background, I'll speak for myself and Paul, uh, we went to Catholic school, so we have a total Catholic background in the Christian realm of the church, if you will. So yes, we have also read the Bible and, and studied this and did all kinds of things growing up. So, um, and again, one thing that I think we talked about in the very beginning of the show that we never wanted to talk about was politics and religion. And here we go. (laughs) So, um, his, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot, a lot. And um, to me, I feel like he is he was taking the stage in the limelight. For one, he wasn't starting the game. So he was the backup goalie. Okay. Um, Two, he releases a statement when I don't think the Sharks really wanted him to. He could have just not showed up for warmups. Never said anything. Nobody would have noticed. Nobody would have cared. They probably would have asked afterwards what happened to Reimer. And they could have just been like, oh, he's he's, you know, had equipment issue not a lie it's an equipment issue right so to me i feel like he was stealing the limelight away from what the whole event and everything planned was was about this made national headlines i would say international headlines if you count canada and probably some parts in europe so he made it a bigger deal than it needed to be and that's what i didn't like about it um i i don't like that we have to talk about it on the show I think it's ridiculous. I think he was in the wrong and uh, should have just, I don't know, not said anything. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm at a little bit. Um, and then doubling down, he, <laughs> he um, was asked, he was interviewed and, and full credit to Shang and to um, Corey. Right. They asked some pressing questions to him because he held a press conference or I don't know if it's a press conference, but he had a, uh, whatever, a meeting, um, he answered questions after all this with, with them and they pressed him and Shang asked some really deep, hard hitting questions and he answered them um, to me, like rereading kind of what he had talked about. It almost sounds like he was asked to make this statement on behalf of either the church or somebody like it just, it seemed like he was saying, 
Um, I don't know. You'll just have to go back there and read it. But that I was kind of getting that sense that he was kind of pressured in a way from not not by the sharks, but outside of it to to make a point and and to make a stand, if you will. So that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way as well. Then he talked about Nazem Kadri. Now he's bringing in an old teammate because Nazem Kadri is Muslim. He's not Christian and saying that if they were asked to wear a Muslim jersey, he wouldn't have done it, but he loves Nazem Kadri as a teammate. Okay, so he's just kind of digging himself in a bigger and bigger hole and didn't really need to do any of this. To me, I kind of lost a lot of respect for him for this. Um, 15 minute warm up wearing a jersey. Is that really like that's that's where you're going to make a stand for that? Did it's not mandatory. You don't have to wear it. It's fine. Just making it a big deal than it needed to be. That's where I didn't like it. Um, especially after the heels of last week when the New York Rangers and Philadelphia Flyers had incidents where they had think about everything that was planned for the Sharks Pride event, Pride event tonight or tonight on Saturday night. And then instead of a one o'clock press conference about <laughs> James Reimer, you say uh, nobody's going to be wearing these tonight. Like what? Like, we had this whole auction set up to auction off all these jerseys. You're going to wear them for warm-ups, auction them off. It goes to all these charities. It's a good event. They do the same thing for military night. They do the same thing for hockey fights, cancer. Nobody stands up against those, right? And if they did, can you imagine the backlash they would have gotten for that? It, it would be just 20-fold compared to this. So I, I, don't, I don't want to attack him and say that he's wrong in doing what he did. What he did was fine. It's the way that he did it that really, really did not rub me the right way. Now, does this affect his next contract? That was asked of him. Do you think this is going to affect you because he's a free agent after this year? And he said, um, he said, I'd be, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't something that crossed my mind. But I think uh, I saw this happening. We started this conversations almost a year ago with people in high places not because I'm ashamed of my faith, but because of certain consequences that could have for me or other people feel this way, blah, 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 blah. So he, I feel like he thinks he's standing up for people that don't want to stand up against this, which sure, I'm sure he is. That's fine. You can make a stand. People will say, oh, it's free speech. You're absolutely right. Free speech in this country doesn't apply to this. That's not how free speech works. We can get into that later. <laughs> That's Free speech means you can say stuff like that and not get thrown in jail doesn't mean there's no consequences for what you say. Um, do I think there's going to be consequences? I do. Do I think he'll ever be a shark again? I do not. Do I think he will sign somewhere that will love him like Philadelphia? Probably. So, yes, I'm sure there are some places that will absolutely take him. Um, but I do think this does hurt him in the long run. So I don't know if it was worth it to not wear a, f- a jersey for 15 minutes. Anyway, anything you would like to add to this, Paul? Yeah. Um, again, I, I completely agree with your sentiment that it's ridiculous that we would need to talk about it because this is, is again, it's a, it's a 15 minute thing. Um, I, I mean, I see comments here and I want to read those comments off because believe it or not, on both sides, I agree with a lot of, of what both sides are saying. I really do. Um, for, for me, I guess my thoughts on it is that, yeah, I don't think that James Reimer is like the second coming of Lucifer. Okay. I think a lot of people on one extreme are kind of really roasting him. And then on the other stream, extreme, don't really understand what the purpose of wearing the jersey is. Right. Um, but I'm going to try to take some of the emotion out of it. I think, you know, if you just listen to what he says, right. Um, but you, you, you listen to it under the context of that, that he was going to wear the jersey. Then the things that were coming out of his mouth were actually not that bad right it sounded fine i strongly believe that every person has value and worth lgbtqia plus community like all others should be welcome in all aspects of the game of hockey if you follow that up with and that's why i'm wearing the jersey that those statements are fine but the fact that he didn't makes it look like those statements aren't coming from his heart that makes it look like those statements are just kind of a cover and i think again for that's where you're taking issue too is just the way that it kind of came out um, because he said the right things. He really did. And in Super Producer Jason has the quote up here. Unfortunately, my glasses only work so well. So you can read that as I'm talking. But I mean, I, I kind of I believe him when he says that he doesn't have hate in his heart for anyone. Uh, I just think he drops the ball by not wearing the jersey because he sees it as a form of endorsement, which it's not. 
It's just a way of showing exactly what he said. He said, you have value. You're welcome here. But since he's not wearing it, he's sending the message that you're not valid. You're not welcome. And that's not really how he feels. It's just that's the message that he's sending. And I think if he would disassociate that it's an endorsement of a lifestyle that he doesn't agree with, which is fine. You can you don't have to agree with it. That's fine. But you can tell them that you're welcome here, which is what he did in words. So why not just put the jersey on and tell them, like, visually, you're welcome here. And I think, yeah, he could have just said, hey, you know, I got an equipment issue, which would be absolutely true. But um, it's almost more telling to just not show up. I kind of like the fact that there was a press conference. And this is part where, where you and I maybe differ a little bit. I like that they got in front of it and said, you know what? Even if they forced him to whatever, I don't think he was like, hey, I want to make a point here. I think they just needed to get in front of it and say, look, they're going to notice if you're out there with a different jersey or they're going to notice that if you're not out there. So instead of it coming back around and that's having to make some sort of like, you know, it's an upper body injury. Instead of trying to go through that, let's just get in front of it and say what you got to say. Right. And you brought up before about New York and Minnesota, I think it was were the two teams, right? Oh, sorry. I said Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. I think, well, Philadelphia had the player, I think, Provorov. Right. Okay, time. yeah. So it's, I think it's New York and Minnesota. It's not even like they didn't have Pride Night. They had it and then canceled it. Well. That is nuts to me. And I think I think what happened there is same thing. There's one, maybe two players that said they weren't going to wear it. And instead of them getting singled out, they probably said, okay, as a yeah. team, we're just not going to do it. And see. We're together. I would much rather that one or two players have upper body injury or equipment issue during practice warmups. I would rather that have been the case. I would have been better, I think, if they get out in front and explain it, in my view. But to cancel the whole thing, you're as an organization now, not as a player, as an organization sending a message to that community saying you're not welcome here. Whether that's what you mean or it's not what you mean, that's what they're going to infer from it. What's, right? what's that's the what they're What's their slogan? What's the NHL slogan? What is the NHL slogan? Hockey's for what? Hockey's for everyone. Oh, oh, okay. Is it though? But that's it's when an entire organization says we're not doing Pride Night. Not that we're not doing it. We're going to have it, but we're going to cancel it. Right? That's sending the wrong message. So I will at least say this to anybody who's in the that LGBTQIA plus. I can't believe I can say that without stuttering. By the way, Uh, anyone in that community, um, I would say don't let one man's poor interpretation or flat out hate, however, which way you want to see it. Okay. Don't let that dictate whether or not you're welcome and safe. 19 out of 20 players sent the correct message. And the one that sent the incorrect message, I don't think he actually has hate in his heart for you. I think he just is misunderstanding the, the purpose of wearing the Jersey. Um, I'm going to take this comment here. Taylor saying this is yeah. blown way out of proportion. I don't think it was. I, I This is definitely big news. It's a hot topic in, across the country uh, politically. So lots of people are talking about it. Lots of news organizations are talking about this because they're taking hard lines on both sides. I'm not taking a hard line either side. I didn't like the way that he did it. Um, he definitely has a choice. He can do it if he wants to or not. And that was his choice to not do it. So that's fine. But there will be consequences for it. And that's fine as too. That's fine as well. Um, I, I still, I'm just, I'm, I don't even know what to say. What do you, do you know what he did last year? Cause he was on the team last year and they had pride night. Honestly, I can't remember, but I will say this. Um, Cause I do. He I know. signed pucks uh, this year and last year. He signed a Jersey last year and they were pride pucks and pride Jersey. There it is right there. Actually, he's got the signature on it. Now this person's a little disgusted with it. And and I, again, I understand, but to me, this kind of, again, says, I don't think the man has hate in his heart. I think he just didn't want to endorse a lifestyle that he doesn't agree with. And I'm, I'm okay that not everybody agrees with everything everybody does. I'm okay with that. And I think him signing a rainbow, uh, themed jersey rainbow themed pucks i think that kind of speaks to that he's not in it's not an endorsement he's just signing a puck and signing a jersey but when he puts it on for some reason now he feels like well i'm endorsing that lifestyle and again it's it's so, it, again i don't even want to talk about this Aaron, but we that's what people want us to do i guess so that's la- what we're here doing last year he was hurt 
So you don't have to worry about it. Oh, was that what it was? Last year was hurt. Um, there were a lot of tweets. Um, uh, yes, thank you, Alec. Actually, it is not a lifestyle. Please stop furthering this idea. Agree, this is not a lifestyle. It's not people choosing to live this lifestyle. That I'm that's sorry, a whole what, what other word topic. should I be using? I don't I don't know what what should I be no. using then. It's just it's their life. It's just life. It's not a lifestyle as in like they're choosing to choose to be like this. It is their life. Okay. Don't, I apologize for not, using they're not the correct wording. Not, I I don't I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I hope you guys don't see now here's the thing. I hope you guys don't think that I use the word lifestyle in a way that I'm trying to diminish it. It's just that I don't know Paul, the verbiage. You're fine. You have this, you have some knowledge to learn. That's and, and cool. I'm cool with that, right? But yeah. I, again, if I use the word lifestyle and you you take that in a way that maybe somebody else you've heard using it uh, in 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 a way that is uh, diminishing for that person and that community and that that life not lifestyle, that life, then, I mean, I apologize, but it's, that's not the way I'm trying to say it. I hope you know that the way I'm saying it, I'm not trying to further an idea any one way or the other. So just so you guys are aware of that, I apologize. Now, there were some some hilarious comments on Twitter, Reddit, everything that I've been reading about this, and I don't have any examples, um, but some of them stuck in my head, which I thought, we're hilarious, and I'll end on this. Uh, everyone seems to forget that Jesus had two fathers. <laughs> I thought that was one of the best ones. That's pretty good. All right. Um, just say community. Okay, cool. I'll say community then. Um, so, Aaron, I, I know we have like a lot of comments. I don't want to leave anybody out necessarily. I know Super Producer Jason's been putting them up. Was there anything in particular that you saw other than the ones you've already picked out that you feel kind of deserve a little bit more poking and prodding? Oh, he's got Corey up here. You want to read that off? <laughs> Go ahead. No, I, I again, I can't see it. So, all right, the reply. Uh, Corey Massasak tweeted, he's he's the athletic writer, that James Ryan will not participate in warmups for the Sharks tonight because it's Pride Night and the team is wearing jerseys to support the LGBTQIA plus community. Reimer informed David Quinn and his teammates a couple days ago. More on this to follow. Um, and the follow-up tweet is, for someone against Pride Night, Reimer seems to love it when guys go five-hole on him every game. <laughs> that's that's borderline there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some good ones. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure if there's anything else to say about. I'm sorry, but hitting the mic. If there's anything else to say about all of this, I mean, no. I mean, people are going to be on one side of the fence or the other. There's not really a ton of middle ground. So I'm. I just lost a lot of respect for him. That's all. But he's still an okay goalie. <laughs> he's still an okay goalie. That's what we're going to end on. He's still an okay goalie. Um, no, I mean, again, for, for, for me, like I can understand where he's coming from. I can understand if it goes against his beliefs or whatever the case is. Um, but I can also understand how it, putting a Jersey on doesn't mean what he thinks it means. And it's, it's just a shame that there's that disconnect. Oh, uh, that I don't other, think he's a bad person. The, well, the other tweet that I remembered is yeah. when you put a shark's Jersey on, it doesn't make you a shark. You put what? When you put a shark's jersey on, it doesn't make you a shark. Oh. <laughs> uh, Alec, last comment here on yeah. it. Uh, thank you for addressing this, guys. This is a topic I am passionate about and tend to get emotional. It didn't mean to come at you. Not a problem. Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely not, dude. Hey, listen, uh, if people get heated about this, that's I, I get it. It's fine. Understand that we're not trying to take a stance one way or the other and like fight with people. Like, again, even the people that were on our, our Instagram here that are saying, well, I'm going to unfollow you. Hey, look, I get it. And again, actions have consequences. We decided we want to talk about it and the consequences, we lose some followers, then okay. Uh, we're we're, we're going to have to live with that. We're okay with that. Right. But I think it is important to at least have the conversation. And, you know, again, like just now I was using the word lifestyle and that's something that I'm apparently not supposed to do. I apologized. And now I know to use the word community instead. So I can make that change without upsetting somebody else. And it's an, a simple enough change for me. No big deal. 
So um, I think it's been productive, at least in in that fashion. So, um, you know, again, this wasn't supposed to be something where we're attacking each other in the comments. And frankly, when I look at the comments, I don't think I saw much in the way of attacking each other. That might be due to some filtering that was going. I have no idea. But um, I appreciate our community. I appreciate see, I use the word community. I, I appreciate all the people that come in the chat and and they've always made it a good environment for each other. Um, it, it, it is a very inclusive uh, chat, I think we would say. I, I think that the people that come in here uh, most often are, are kind to each other. And uh, that's kind of the environment that I'm hoping we can continue to, to grow. And um, if talking about these things gets a couple people upset with us, I apologize that you're upset, but um, I, I hope that you know that we're not trying to start a fight one way or the other. So that's kind of where uh, I, I guess I would leave that. I don't know, Aaron, if there was any one, I know there's a couple more comments that just came in. If any of those uh, mean anything to you, then we'll, we'll go ahead and read them off. Otherwise we can uh, move on. Let's go. No, moving on. Mm -hmm. Are you muted? <laughs> no. Can you okay. not hear me? Okay. Get on with it. Yes. Get on with it. All right. So basically uh, done with that one there. Uh, Pride Night, I thought was a, a pretty big su success, uh, all things considered. But uh, moving on from that, we'll talk about the Columbus Blue Jackets game, which, oh my goodness, Aaron the bottom team in the league. And of course, you know, we're way higher than them. Second bottom team in the league. <laughs> and we just stunk just way ahead of them. <laughs> this game goes to overtime. Of course. Why did it have to go to overtime, Aaron? Why are we picking up all these extra points, Aaron? Can't we just lose? Uh, yeah, they should be losing. Not in overtime. Stop tying the game. <laughs> Six to five, uh, Columbus Blue Jackets end up on top of this one. Um, it's too bad because uh, it really would have been nice to get just uh, that, that extra point uh, behind, if you will, let them have the full two without getting one on them. But uh, as it stands right now, the Sharks still, I believe, uh, second to bottom. Um, I think we maybe pulled in a little bit closer the way that this week went, but uh, I'm not really sure. So, Aaron, uh, anything about this game in particular, or do you just want to name off all the games that we played and the losses we picked up? <laughs> Yeah, the only thing I was going to show is uh, the Seattle game. I actually got a clip. I was there of um, William Eklund. He had his first career playoff or first career penalty shot, and I was sitting right there for it. So I got to take a video of it. Um, and I thought it was really cool. So I think Super Producer Jason has this queued up here. Look at that kid. Look how excited he was to score that goal. Dude, I love how he comes in like practically standing up and then all of a sudden he gets down to a tiger pose and just yeah. strikes, dude. Oh man, it was so good. It's exciting. It was and amazing. it was great as they still lost this game. That was the first goal <laughs> of the game though. But man, I've been to, I think that might be like my third or fourth game that I've watched the Sharks play against Seattle. And they're so vanilla. Like there's no animosity between this game between those two teams that it's so boring when you're in person it's like there's no fighting there's no scrums there's no nothing it's just kind of like oh we'll play, play some hockey today and then they're done it's just boring boring hockey they need those two teams need a playoff series desperately to feel the hate for each other because there's nothing there nothing uh two wheels down have a couple of good comments first one says i just come in here to talk about how great stutzla is doing and rep <laughs> it in thanks for that two wheels down you jerk <laughs> and then he follows it up with guys as a fan of a team that finished last three times it really doesn't mean you get first overall unless you're uh new york city or the habs yes uh well it doesn't mean that we're first overall but it does mean we have the best opportunity to do that and it also means that we're probably only gonna get uh, somewhere in the top four, at least. So uh, happy with any of those guys, by the way. If we don't get Bedard, that's totally fine. Uh, Fantilli and company uh, would certainly be welcomed on this team right here. So uh, thank you, Two Wheels Down, for popping in and uh, and rubbing it in just a little bit there. 
Um, any other good the Zinxie here? What's up, Zinxie? He says, go draft lottery. <laughs> He's rooting for the right things. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, Mercedes BMW Porsche says, I'm losing hope for the number one pick. Too many overtime points from losses. Yeah, we were just talking about that, collecting extra points. And we continue to do that as the week goes on. Get there in just a second. Uh, Dark and Doggy says, the, seems like the crowds are pretty quiet. Uh, yeah, they're quiet because there's not many people there. <laughs> so that was probably why. To be fair, that was the... Was that the Tuesday night game or Thursday night game? It well, there were three home games that week is my point. There was a lot of home games that week. We just stunk. I think that's what it is. We just come on. The now, Sharks right? are bad. Now, I will say for the Pride Night against the Islanders, I was surprised against the Islanders. It was a yeah. Saturday night game. It was pretty full. I would say uh, like 90% full. It was it was pretty rocking. It was a pretty good game. Even though they lost... We're going to talk about it right now. They lost four to one, but uh, the tank was actually pretty full. I was I was pleasantly surprised and happy about it. Nice. So I mean, the big takeaway here throughout the week, and we talked a little bit about Edmonton already, is that I mean, of the the four games, three of them went to overtime. Again, this team is like right on the precipice of not being absolutely horrible uh, with the majority of the games that they're playing. I'd love to see. Uh, how many of these games, I mean, obviously we see how many overtime losses they have. A lot of those could have gone the other way, right? Um, that it, It's just amazing to me, like how bad the team is uh, in the standings, but like how close they are in so many games. It's absolutely ridiculous. But th- this one against the New York Islanders, the only one that didn't go to overtime, the only one that wasn't like close, um, still three goals uh, isn't like an absolute blowout, but it's it's far enough away that you're not coming back. Um so then, they, yeah, they play against New York Islanders. But then, again, tonight against Edmonton Oilers, that was a heck of a game. We talked about that at the top of the show. But, uh, my goodness, what a performance, I think, by uh, Eric Carlson. Picks up a couple of goals. Should have had the assist on the Noah Gregor one, right? Um, and then that one gets called back. Uh, <laughs> did you want to recap that Noah Gregor non-goal real quick for the folks that are joining us? I, sure. I just want to hear it again. Go ahead. Noah Gregor, was it a two-on-one or a three-on-one? Enters the zone. And who passed it to him? I thought it was Carlson would have got uh, had a three point night. Yeah, it was Carlson. Carlson slots it over to him underneath the defenseman, and uh, Gregor buries it. Goalie had to go complete side to side, buries it, couldn't cover it in time, and uh, they celebrate. And then they go to the bench, and then the Edmonton coaches challenge it, and they win because Gregor put himself offside. He skated just a little too fast ahead of Carlson entering into the zone with the puck. So we just stunk. I, you know what? It's as if I hit the button myself. I knew that was coming. Absolutely. A hundred percent. No, Gregor. I'm sorry, sir, but you, you missed the boat. You had an opportunity to get traded. Uh, You had an opportunity to get off this team and get on to another team and play on their fourth line and uh, learn how to uh, be a PK specialist, but it's just not happening, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is what it is. You are what you are. I don't hate you. I really don't hate you, but I just I I'm not on board with this guy's going to score ten goals in a season. Aaron, do you honestly still think he's going to get to ten? No. See, silence is golden. The people in the podcast thought that there was a problem there. No, it's just Aaron <laughs> not wanting to say anything. Ugh. What's he at right now? Three? Doesn't matter. He could be at nine. He's not getting oh, he's to ten. Four. Buddy. He's at four. He would have been at five tonight. Oh, that's so. Oh, if he was at five, that would have been close. No, no. All right, so there's. Out. Was that their 70th game tonight or 71st game? How many games are left? Uh, let's see. Do, you, do they still get the four in the net pizza you get? Been stationed on East Coast Not, for a while now, and I miss roundtable pizza. Life no. Games. <laughs> so years ago, they got rid of it because Amici's Pizza came into the arena, and roundtable said, forget it. We're pulling up promo because now there's competition. There's other pizza here. So they got rid of that a long time ago. Uh, now they have four in the net two tacos you get from jack in the box what yeah no it's taco bell tacos it's taco bell yeah oh sorry jack in the box was before that oh it's my taco goodness bell. tacos buddy tacos sorry, man. well i knew i said tacos which by the way it's four tacos i believe four tacos per person yeah dude no way I'm telling you hey chat let him know let him know okay uh anyway here we go we got uh Hopefully draft trade. I keep hearing that it'll happen at the draft. Someone's saying something about the draft. Oh, uh, to, to trade EK. Carlson. 
Carlson. Well, speaking of Eric Carlson, again, the man got some points, and you all know what that means. So, producer Jason. We just stuck. Going back with that one, I see. <laughs> so, Eric Carlson, uh, four games played. Uh, how many goals did he have on the week here? And it looks like you uh, might have deleted that one. I don't know. Two. He had two goals this week, one assist, so three points in four games. Uh, four penalty minutes, a minus three, and he had 15 shots on goal. Don't tell <laughs> me he's not trying to score. That's a lot of shots. So, yeah, he had some uh, he had some amazing passes tonight. Um, dancing at the blue line, I think uh, Drew Armando, like, tonight on the color commentary was kind of giggling on it. I can't believe how good this guy is. <laughs> Just unreal. Unreal. Oh, there you go. Shark score. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's count those tacos up real quick, real quick. There's only two. You can't see anything anyway. You're blind. <laughs> I can see four tacos. It looks like one big taco to you. <laughs> I would take it, too. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dead man tell no tales. Dead men eat no tacos. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah I, so i guess that was us clearing out the or, or closing out the uh uh captain uh alternate captain jack carlson uh there you go so yes he's he's still uh on pace to uh, absolutely destroy um his his uh previous records i mean he's already gotten past it but he's he's really gonna go you think he's still gonna hit 100 i don't know now he's slowing I mean, down just a bit huh he's slowing down because the sharks are slowing down i mean what he missed out on an assist tonight because of noah gregor's too fast but yeah i yeah uh, now I'm in doubt. Now I think he can get to. He's probably gonna get to like 95 points, like another 10 points. But he's not. It's not like he's not trying. He's shooting yeah. the puck a ton. I mean, that was his 22nd goal. And I, th- I thought I saw the stat on on the thing that there's only two other defensemen that have scored more than 22 goals uh, after they turned 32, and one was Doug Wilson. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Pretty good company. Uh, Peter St. John says the first goal Carlson scored tonight was filthy. Did you happen to catch that one? You didn't see him? No, he was down by the crease and he just kind of dangled on him. Oh, he just, he completely, Campbell lost his jockstrap. He had no <laughs> idea where that puck was going. Just popped right off. He juked him out of his shorts completely. Uh, yeah, it was a beaut. He uh, got the puck in the slot, deked, uh, I think, three times. And Campbell went one way and Carlson went the other and just put it in. It was just oh, so good. So good. Peter St. John making the uh, assertion that he can only pass the puck brilliantly. He needs guys to bury them occasionally. Uh, He needs guys to bury them when he passes the puck brilliantly. But as we just said, uh, and and as Peter St. John just said, totally underestimate him. The guy's got hands. He's got hands for days, man. And and his wheels are still there. Um, His ability to change directions um i mean he's just he's so smooth in everything that he does uh quite frankly i think he would have made a pretty amazing playmaker if he decided to play as a forward instead but um the man is just he he's he's amazing on the blue line i love what he does setting other players up now again he may not hit 100 because he doesn't have timo meyer with him anymore but you can't say that he wasn't making Noah gregor better on that one there. So um, I would have liked to see that one actually count, even if it meant Gregor scores a goal and Aaron's uh, got something <laughs> to say about it. Cause again, he ain't hitting 10, but so you, um, are you rooting I mean, for Gregor? Carlton, I, I don't understand. I don't understand people tell, saying that he's not worth the money. The man's worth the money. He are you rooting money. for Gregor to get nine goals just to rub it in my face? Oh yeah. no, 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 no. I'm not rooting for him to do anything. Cause I, it doesn't matter what happens. He ain't getting a 10. <laughs> By the way, I still owe you a pie in the face. Don't I? Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, uh, for those folks, and we'll get right back on track here. For those folks that uh, didn't catch the uh, episode where we went to uh, extra hour training facility, I was supposed to have uh, the boys. Um, oh gosh, uh, Scott Hannon and Mark Smith. I was supposed to have them shooting pucks at Aaron because Aaron's a soccer goalie, and he's made the comment before that. Oh, even I could have saved that one with, when it comes to <laughs> hockey. So. Uh, we were going to have him dressed up in pads, but we didn't have a chest protector, uh, much to Aaron's delight. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> we we're going to have the boys cranking them on him. And, we also uh, ran gosh, out of time. Fun. We huh? ran out of time was more important. Well, we ran out of time. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I was about to go get suited up, but we were doing the um, treadmill at that time. Yeah. And then it was just 
course, doing any kind of show, you're always behind doing stuff. In any so. case. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Peterson John, Paul, unbutton the polo's top button, man, and let the love breathe for Greg. <laughs> bud, bud, there's another button here. There's another <laughs> button there. I got it undone here, buddy. I don't know what you're trying to pull here, Peter St. John. Okay. I've got two. It's saying it too. Don't try to get an extra one off of me here. All right. Um, roll call. What do you want to do for roll call here? Will Noah Gregor get to 10? Oh, how spicy. Okay, guys, you know how it works. Uh, go ahead and let us know where you're watching us from and then answer the question. There's really only one way to answer this. Uh, will Noah Gregor get to 10 goals before the seasons? And I think Eric Carlson has a better shot at making 110 points uh, before Noah Gregor gets to 10 goals. That's wow. just wow. I'm wow. dead serious. You think I'm joking. Wow. You won't hit 110 points, but that's just because Gregor ain't hitting 10 goals. So there you go. That treadmill was brutal. Yes, Peter St. John, it absolutely was. Was it brutal? You saying brutal because like it was hard? Uh, like for for us to get through and do it, and it's difficult. Or was it brutal to watch us? I was say, it's hard to mean? watch. Very hard to watch. Unbutton everything when Gregor gets his ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, Finn Factor after dark. I don't think uh, so, folks. You don't want to see that. That's for sure. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh okay, good. So let's see. Uh Noah Gregor is better than Lukash Radil. Ooh, Zinxi pulling in the old name there. Um, yeah, you know what? I think that that's a hundred percent true. And here's why. Uh Noah Gregor's got the speed, whereas Radil had the size. And I don't think that um Radil's skill set really translated well uh with the coaching staff. I do remember there was a time it was Pete Boer, I believe. And he was absolutely screaming at Radil out of practice. Oh. Um, man, he was laying into him. And I didn't get to hear everything that was going on because I'm you know, separated by glass and whatnot. But uh, it was not pretty. Um, so, I mean, he was screaming at him like for not knowing his assignment, not knowing where he's going, not knowing what he's doing. So um, I think there's a reason that uh, Radil did not work out with the San Jose Sharks. Uh, and, and at least Gregor, you know, again, he seems to know where he's going, what he's doing. He's got the speed to do it, but he just can't. Put the puck in the net. That was two coaches stuff ago. Yeah, how about that, huh? That's crazy. Crazy to think. <laughs> so long ago. So what's the uh, general consensus here, Aaron? Are people agreeing with me or they think that you're going you, to come out on top here? It's weird. Look at this. From Vancouver and he'll get to 11 goals. Look at that. I I think more people think he's going to get it than you think. There's, there's one example. No, this Mercedes BMW Porsche button everything doesn't count. That's not <laughs> that's a joke. That doesn't count. He'll get eleven goals. Dark and donkey. I don't know uh, what it is you're eating or drinking, but uh, give me some because you're feeling a lot better than you should about this guy. Um, let's see. Gregor needs to adjust his scope. Man misses the barn most nights. Absolutely. You know what? Is he missing high and wide? Maybe he just needs a new uh, curve on his blade. You know, maybe he goes down to the P eighty eight. Uh, the shot won't go as high. Maybe he'll actually hit the net from time to time. Who knows? I like this uh, answer. So it pains me to admit, yes, it was hard to do. Oh, I'm guessing. Hi, wait, I would say highly unlikely, though. It pains me to admit, yes, it was hard to do. Oh, to do the treadmill, I think is what treadmill. you're talking about. Peter St. John. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hard to do. At least not hard to watch. I, I appreciate that, Peter St. John. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's Lahina Divers. 13 is saying nine goals. His 10th will get called back on an offside challenge during game 82. Yes. Comment of the answer. night. Thank you so much. That's the best answer. That is, that is actually, that's the best answer. Absolutely. Um, I think if you keep talking about Gregor, his uncle is coming after Aaron again. <laughs> yeah. His uncle has a radio show in Canada. Oh my TSN. God. That's too funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look happy. at Patrick Cabral. No, yeah. we'll get to eight. He didn't even think nine. Buddy, I don't even think he's getting eight. Seriously, new, I don't think he's bet. getting eight. New bet? Nah, I don't need a new bet. I already got you right now, dude. I'm just <laughs> riding this wave. I'm, I'm just trying to hit you with a pie. That's, that's all. He's at uh, four goals right now, right? He shoots right at the goalie most of the time. Well, if he's shooting at the goalie and he's hitting the glass, then he certainly needs a new curve, Zinxie. Maybe you can help him out with that one. I don't know. Okay, let's see. Uh, upcoming games uh, for the San Jose Sharks for this coming week. Thursday in Vancouver, 7 p.m. Saturday in Calgary, 1 p.m. Aaron, both of these games, hopefully the Sharks do not go to overtime. Um, I don't want points at this point. Uh, again, and I say it every time, it sucks rooting for losses, but uh, at this point, that is what's best for the franchise to get as low as you possibly can 
get the best chance you can to get the best player available in the draft. Uh, so that's kind of what we're hoping for uh, for the rest of the games for this season. However, Aaron, Vancouver, pretty solid team. Calgary, very solid team. Am I correct? Mm, Vancouver's fighting for a playoff spot. So no, I would not say that they're solid. Are they better than the Sharks? Well, pretty solid team then. The okay. <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver, it looks like they're probably not going to make playoffs because uh, the bottom two wild cards right now are Seattle and Winnipeg and then ahead of them are Calgary, Nashville, St. Louis, and then Vancouver. So no, I don't think Vancouver is doing so well. They kind of did some weird moves too at the trade deadline because they traded yeah. Bo Horvat, but then they went and traded for some guys like they were buyers. So I think they were a little confused on where they exactly are in the standings. Um, but yes, anyone is better than the Sharks other than Columbus. So um, I would imagine being away, the Sharks will probably win because they play better away from the arena. They really don't like SAP Center for some reason. They only have six or seven home wins on the entire season. Um, by far, the uh, six. They're six, 20, and 10 at home. Um, that is just, just awful. And they're 13 and 17 and five on the road. I think most top clubs would be happy to be almost 500 on the road. So um, very interesting how that is playing out this season. You turn that uh, home record around 26 and 10. That's a playoff team. So, yeah. Uh, Vancouver is nowhere near a playoff spot. Thank you, Dark and Donkey. Uh, I agree. I just went over that. But, um, yeah, Calgary is another team that is a couple points out from the playoff um, wild card. And that is going to be a brutal game. So, I think um, the Sharks actually have a chance in Vancouver. I don't think they have a chance in an afternoon game in Calgary. So, so does Vancouver have a better shot of making playoffs than Gregor has uh, a shot of making 10 goals? <laughs> no. Yes, they do. Shut no. up. <laughs> no, they don't. But the Sharks were, I believe, because Columbus had games in hand. Yeah. Sharks were technically the first team to get eliminated from playoffs. In the yes, we were. Yeah, that's crazy. That's weird to think. Yeah. Really weird. Awesome. Yeah. In any case, uh, six wins. You should get six tacos when they win. Thank you, Mercedes. <laughs> That's a great comment. We got some pretty good comments here tonight. Uh, okay, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, end the show here. Aaron uh, is gone, but came back. There you go. I was going to do the show. Uh, I clicked the, the wrong button. By myself. Did you close the, <laughs> close the window? We just stunk. Uh, not we. <laughs> anyway, uh, Aaron, you left a little early, but we are going to end the show here anyway. So uh, we're going to close out here. Normally, I would say, uh, well, here, we'll just do it like this. For Super Producer Jason, I'm Paul. And I'm Aaron. And we're going to see you next week. Next week. But before we go, we're going to leave you with a uh, highlight video of Silicon Valley Pride Night shot and edited by our very own Super Producer Jason. Just a heads up. Obviously, this is pride night activities so if that's not your thing no worries we're just going to give you that disclaimer right up front but if you'd like to check out some of the uh very what'd you say you said it was interesting the drag show right like oh, see some fun. interesting uh, activities and uh partake in some inclusion we had a great uh, time and yeah it was, a, it was a fun time and there was some sharks uh i don't know with the staff members or whatever that were there oh, too cool. and they were loving it too so oh, and sharky showed up too so it's cool nice it was a lot of fun so if that's your thing, please stick around. If, if not, hey, no worries. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and say goodbye. So goodbye. See you next week.
Thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, check out our other content, especially interviews. You can interact with us directly through social media at The Fin Factor and on Instagram at Fin Factor. And don't forget to join our live streams on YouTube. Visit our website at thefinfactor.com where you'll find all of our episodes as videos or podcasts. You'll also find our exclusive merchandise to help support our show.